Hello, and welcome back to the author's tabletop role-playing game. I am Paul, your humble game master, and I am joined by our delighted carnival-goers. Say hello, carnival-goers. Hello. Hi. <laughs> I'm... Things a carnival employee. I don't know if it really counts as a carnival goer, but hello. You know, go, go with the carnival. Indeed. Oh, that's true. Oh, hello. <laughs> you go with. Ah, prepositional fun. So I am the carnival. Let us each go around quickly and introduce ourselves and our characters, beginning with, as he has spoken last, Thing. Yeah, I'm Chris. And I am Thing, a massive Warforged juggernaut that uh, spears things with tent poles. Lovely. Uh, and to Mick? I'm, I'm Caesar, I'm playing Mick. I'm a male variant human, Artificer, level three. Very important, thank you. And Benjamin? Hey, I'm Benjamin, oh, and in this role for, I'm going to play Corbar Birthing the Second, a gnome bard! Ha ha! No. And thus, the stage is set, or rather, the stage is behind us. A quick little review of the events so far. After our heroes gathered in the big top for a dramatic event, the stage was assaulted by wild, rabid animals. Our heroes leapt into action, and despite perhaps at certain points being nearly trampled by the fleeing crowd, managed to arrive on the stage and finally destroy the orb hanging over the tent, which caused bears and hyenas, the hyenas are all dead, but the bear deflated and ceased to be a threat. They had saved Appella and her boyfriend Clyde. Appella charged them to go find what had happened? What had gotten into the moons which light the festival? People are fleeing towards the front, uh, running away, sometimes being chased, sometimes not. It doesn't seem like all the animals are always chasing people, um, but they are all pretty incensed. Not quite rabid, but ha, like you're hearing this happen from the distance. On, the immediate on, area is cleared out in front of you. On, yes. On his way over to the, the what is that? The Mellow Grove? No. Where's the nearest? Uh, yeah, below the Mellow Grove is the, the tower. The Mellow Grove. Yeah. Okay, below the gro Mellow Grove is the tower. On his way to the Mellow Grove, um, one of Thing's uh, abilities is uh, called Interception. When a creature you can see hits a target other than you within five feet, he can like step in to like deflect the damage. He's constantly like protecting people from from whatever damage to the best of his abilities. Uh, okay. Without using any like superiority dice or or things like that. All right, so uh, yeah. as you're walking by, I'm just going to roll a d4 and see how many times you're within five feet of somebody who gets hit. Four Deal. times. Okay, um, so I will say that each of those would have dealt one damage, so I'll just roll again and see what, maybe one, maybe not, depending if they did hit. Oh, that's right, they all have to hit. Okay, one second. I'll see how many of these actually hit. You still have your shield out? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Let's see if any of these you try to intercept and you you're walking by and there's like a little child who you jump in the way of like a of a wolf um, and you you walk through and there's a snake that's trying to get at somebody you you walk a little bit further and there's a boar that's running at someone oh and especially the boar in fact there's two boars and you knock them 
both away. You take no damage as you as you stride through here. Uh, Corbar, I imagine you're following along. You're just watching yeah, things I'm sort of like, like, hey, wow, that's really cool. What's your name? Oh, wow, you're really <laughs> tall. Whoa, that's really cool. How'd you do that? Thing and wonders you... why you're still talking. Do something useful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now. Sorry, Benjamin. <laughs> Go ahead and replace your there. tokens. All right. You come... To the I'm shooting tower. fireballs everywhere, by the way. <laughs> just at random. The, the ball or fireballs? The trees. Firebolt. The trees. The Thing, trees are on fire. Thing protects the child from the boar. Mick throws but, a firebolt at the child. Just <laughs> willy nilly. Why not? And then I just. Well, like, I'm not aiming at the child. The child is but, in the middle. But you're not not aiming at the child either. <laughs> no, no, I'm not avoiding it. <laughs> I mean, the, child, the child's if the kid fine. Gets hit, it's the kid's fault for running into it. <laughs> yeah, I was aiming at the four. I guess that that's gonna be my story. Ooh, Christmas lights! You arrive at the tower. Whoa. Go ahead and place your tokens at the stairs to come in. Um, yeah, you're the, you're the, where's the crazy one? Oh, yeah, it's the wild eye. There we go. He's the wild eye. Oh no, my God. no, he's, he has a token. Hold on. Let me find Yeah, it. but I don't have access to it. Yeah, okay, I can't see so it. Wait, the I wild, can't see it. The eye right, he'll, he'll do aberration? it when he gets in. I can see Mick being an aberration. Possible. Um, do I have? No, I don't have it. Okay. <clears throat> Let me see. Yeah, you'll add it when you get here. Okay. Um, the... The light of the moon above is shining down, uh, but all around it is pretty quiet. People have been fleeing away from here. Um, no one's been coming towards it. This is a, this is one of the attractions in the carnival. Um, people come up to the top and they look out and around. Mm. Um, there, there are two of them. Um, and it is one of the three sources of light that sort of bathe the whole carnival. Um, but the, the area is pretty well abandoned. Um, we will, for now, stay just in the, like, I'll ask, where do you want to go in initiative order? Um, so, I think that means first, Corbar, you, you can come in. Um, wow, I still have the top initiative, it doesn't reset? Uh, when we get into a new combat, we'll reset it. I'm just, for purposes of time, mm. we'll just stay in that. Mm. Tell me where you want to go in this room. Okay, can you just first describe what's in the room? Are you entering the room? Okay, well, just what Where do I are see? You? Like, I'm like sure. at the stairs. So you look up the stairs. Uh, you see at the top of the stairs, there's a divider in the door where one side looks like, I mean, it says over the top of it in flowery script. Music is just a little bit much for now. Entrance. Um, and then the other side says, do not enter, exit. Um, it looks like it sort of splits and there's a place where people would normally queue up and there's uh, an, a an area where people would leave from. You don't hear anything coming from inside uh it's almost eerily quiet just like a bit of wind around the stalls on either side are abandoned some of the the carts have been turned over in the haste to leave um there are some signs of maybe a fight a scuffle some blood uh but nothing unless you want to look too closely um and the doorway ahead of you mm. what do you want to do see if i roll perception to see if there's anything out of place go ahead And I got a 13. 
That's pretty good. Out here, without going inside, out of place, the, the door is wide open. Normally there would be someone like checking tickets or tokens. Um, and there's no sign of that person. They would normally be at the base of the stairs, which is a little odd. Um, and so you, you sort of peer around and you see just, uh, peeking out from under the, the stairs, the boots of someone who has been mangled. Mm, there's, I, there's, I, I've rushed yeah. over to those boots to see if the person's okay. Fully um, dead. A fully, fully dead, dead person. Looks like a, looks like a bear. <laughs> Looks like a bear had mauled them. Um, Can I identify this person? Is this someone from town? No, this is a this is a carnival worker. Um, oh. this, this is whoever would have been. Oh, here carnies have tickets. no souls. It's okay. Um, so you don't you don't recognize them. Um, they do have uh, a set of keys on them, uh, uh, carnival keys on a on a belt. Um, but otherwise, uh, pretty well, pretty well mangled. Even Thing, if Thing came over to look, uh, wouldn't wouldn't know them because they've been so. Um, it's not it's not Monster Moon. It's not one of the people Thing interacts with, and they have been pretty yeah. thoroughly beaten up. Well, I guess I take the keys. Okay, you take the keys. Great. Okay. Um. Awesome. So uh, we'll just keep going around. Uh, up next will be I think it was Mick, right? Mick, you're next. Mm -hmm. So wait, I'm like underneath the stairs, right? So I'll just yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and move your token just a little bit underneath the stairs there. Um, Mick, uh, you're looking at this tower. Benjamin is rough, rifling around underneath to uh, to grab some keys. Um, what would you like to do? I want to do a percent perception check on thing to know what senses it has. Okay, go <laughs> ahead. Hear more about thing than the tower. Okay. I mean, you could just talk to Thing, but sure, if you just want to do a perception check, go ahead and use your Arcana. 20. <laughs> Wait, what? Wow, okay. Matt um, or Mod thing does. Yeah. Um, thing has all the senses of a living creature. Yeah. Thing uh, feels pain. Maybe mm -hmm. can power through it, but feels pain. Uh, thing hears and feels and touches uh, just like anything else, is is thoroughly animated in that way mm -hmm. as far as life goes. Is there anything you'd like to add to that thing about what thing feels? In 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 terms of like the D and D rules, um, anything that affects living creatures affects things. So for all intents and purposes, thing is a living being creature. I know we're like saying robot, but that's more of a, a limitation on thing rather than a limitation on being warforged. So cool yes yeah you, you've been i think what what maybe what i'll also give you on that incredibly high arcana check is that you sense that thing is pretty pretty shut down in terms of it feels yes. these things but doesn't necessarily process them super well um it, there's help, something help. i'm being repressed <laughs> no i mean i'm not <laughs> shut down that way but i mean shut down now in you a see sense. the violence inherent in the system yeah Okay. Reg okay, that's what you get on that Arcana check. Do you want to do any? Do you want to move into the tower or anything? Um, I'm walking behind. I'm walking behind thing. I'll just follow. I'll just follow thing. Okay, so you'll follow wherever thing goes. Okay, thing. And where do you want to go? And 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 again, just for the record, those that may be paying attention at home, I had no idea about Mick 
or Cesar's character at all when I created thing. This is not intentional. No, this is not just, intentional. This is just the way things improv thing goes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thing. This is all in character, by the way. Totally. No, <laughs> yeah, we're getting. Thing the... Just starts talking to random listeners. Um, <laughs> thing walks into the uh, into the Go tower. Ahead. You walk um, in. Yeah. Kicks the... the open door further open because it's awesome. <laughs> okay. Uh, thing. Uh, thing is followed by Mick and blah blah. Yes. And and Glob Glob also speaks. You you arrive in the room. Um, you've you've been in these towers before. It's the lookout tower. Yep. yep. Uh, there's there's a winding bit of uh rope, and it's sort of uh gimmicked up to look like vines that wind through, which is where the 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 people are led into the tower. Um, which is arranged by lights. There's a statue in the front. Uh, that's sort of just a generic. Oh, you know, like we're got knights and stuff here at this carnival. Um, mm -hmm. There's a table to the left that has a variety of merchandise, uh, sort of maps of the carnival and things, as well as some maps. like pamphlets, maps of the carnival, maps <laughs> like <laughs> scrolls about the carnival, maps of the carnival. Um, and usually there's somebody there who like sells refreshments and things. Um, there are some tables where people could sit. Some of them have been turned over. People seem to have fled in a rush. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, yeah, like, that's generally what you see. If you want to tell me more about what you look for or what you do, well, I, I can um, give you more. I mean, I don't know if this is just the way that the map is, is drawn on Owlbear, but it seems like some of the ropes are, have been, like, cut. Like, I'm looking specifically, like, here and here, or are they just tied into that's the where, ground? Right, that's, as you look over there, that's the exit. That's where people leave. Um, so right. there's, yeah, there, they end there. They sort of arc down into the ground and are, are sort of like, there's like one last final spot where they right. leave that and they are no, they no longer need to be guided around. Mm -hmm. um, essentially, they, there's a shared stairwell in the back here that okay. traffic is managed down the middle. And, and does that stairwell go up or go yep. down or It goes both? up. It's a tower. It goes okay. just up. Then, then that is exactly where thing is going. Because based on the lack of tokens, this is deserted. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's deserted. Nobody around. Then we're going up. Cool. Um, you get to the door. It's locked. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Smash. Uh, go ahead and give me an athletics check. Yeah, born for this, baby. <laughs> Nat one. Uh, twenty-one. Ooh. You wow, that's pretty good. Um, you yeah, you you strike the door near where the lock is. The lock busts out of the door, um, and the door swings open. It makes an incredible noise, um, like uh, all the way up the hallway. Um, and yeah, that's uh, the door is open now. Um, Mick and Glob Glob are right behind you, seeing that happen. Um, and anything up at the top knows that you're here. Uh, yeah. Mick it, doesn't think you, that far ahead. You've just been, yeah, yeah, totally. You've just been following. Um, so we'll come back down to Korbar. Korbar, your turn. You hear a <laughs> from inside the tower so, as a door is bursted down. I carefully creep up inside to see what's going on. So mm -hmm. Probably stealthily to make sure like whatever bad stuff's in there doesn't see me. 
Yeah, you get there, you see, you see. Now, Carbar, why, why are you, why are you following us though? What's your motivation? Says the super secretive character who never tells anyone anything. It's <laughs> pretty clear what I'm. <laughs> so, Corbar, you sneak around. My motivation is. You come in the door, um, and and Mick turns around to you and says, "Why are you following us?" <laughs> because we're friends. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I turn around at thing and I ask him, Is he your friend? <laughs> thing has never met it before in Thing's life. Hi! My name's Corbot Murthy II, but you can call me Cory for short, because I am short! Hey. About three words into Corbar's introduction, Thing starts going upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You are going up the stairs. Uh, roll a... Perception check for me first. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, not good at that. 11. You... So, uh, Mick, you're also following. Give me a perception check. Uh-oh. Do I also roll? Mm. Uh, if you're following, I would say, what's your order? A thing Ooh. is first. Mick follows Five. after. Five. Oh. Um, so... Oh. When I, I'm the perceptive one. Thing is the perceptive one, but not perceptive enough. Thing you Wait a um, second, a perception check or an arcana check? Perception, perception. right? Uh, thing, okay, roll a dexterity saving throw for me. Oh, dears. That is a 12. Ooh. Pretty good. Um, you, uh, you walk up and you go over, you like break through a wire that had been put across. Um, and as mm. you go through the wire, it releases uh, like a grease that runs down the stairs. Um, but mm -hmm. you do fall. Uh, what, 12 was your dexterity saving throw? Yeah. You you fall back. You fall into Mick. Mick, I'm going to need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, and also, Corbar, you're going to need to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Uh, I just click on my dexterity. Dexterity, there's a little box for saving throws. Oh, I have a five. <laughs> okay, you all fall back down out to the out to the ground floor uh, as the stairs wait, wait, are wait. too let slick. Me, let me find oh, my let's my, my my where where do I need to click. Oh, okay. So saving throws. I go to thirteen. Thirteen. I'm sorry. It's fifteen. Is the so anyway. You all fall back. Thing right. thing collapses back first, and you all you all take two points of falling damage as you bump down a bunch of stairs and outside. Again, ow, huge ow, rattle ow, of ow. noise. You're all laying in a pile at the bottom of the steps. Uh, they're they're greased. That's all that happened. They're greased. So it's you're gonna have to figure out a way to get up. That's all. Just to figure out a way to get up two them points. rather than just That's walking. That's a lot for me. Um, yeah, it's a lot. So, um, so, uh, tell me what you'd like to do. Thing stands back up, refuses to make a John Travolta pun, and continues up the stairs. <laughs> make a dexterity saving. Th the stairs are currently greased. <laughs> yes, Thing, I am aware. Okay, good, good. Make a dexterity. Thing is not. Oh, that's a seven. <laughs> 
You uh, fall right back down again. You didn't get as far, so you don't take as much damage. Uh, you don't take any damage. You just fall back. You're prone again, laying on the ground with the, with your two companions. Wait, there's the rope. How long is... No, wait. Is there anything that we can use, like, the rope to, like, set up, like, a, a system of, like, uh, mountain climbing things, whatever those are called? Yeah, so in the in the stairwell, there are... Love, uh, love. He's oh. already used to working with Grease, so he probably mm -hmm. can manage to upstairs on a Grease stair. He gets advantage. Grease so, it upstairs. So Glub okay. is not extra lean meatballs. <laughs> He's like medium. Hmm. Oh, popcorn is higher. I use Grease in meatballs. Actually. <laughs> oh yeah, that reminds me, where is the popcorn machine right now? If only we had a, 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 a something that spontaneously created significant amounts of popcorn, with which to absorb the grease on the stairwell. Um, I'll I'll come back to uh, I'll come, so thing your thought. Can I can I grab the rope? Um, yeah. So yeah, there are that. these vines. Um, there are you know there are ropes that are that are running along them. You can definitely grab a rope from this thing, pull that mm -hmm. off, um, and mm -hmm. you can uh, fix it. Sort of, it, it, it's a bit of a like you have to. Throw the rope around one of the the brassers that holds mm -hmm. light as you come up the stairs, and pull that up, and that will give you advantage, and or it'll let you also use strength to get up the steps and give you advantage. So now you can all get up. You're using the rope. Uh, thing. Let's see. What do you roll to uh, establish this system so that other people could help? So that uh, roll. It's gonna be a sleight of hand. Whoever has the best oh. sleight of hand is going to be the one who wants to try and like create this. Let's uh, see. I plus have a plus three for sleight yeah. of hand. How much you get? So I guess I'm rolling. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I got a twenty-one. You tie a a very simple loop that can be used to throw, help everyone up to a certain point, help everyone up to a certain point. Um, I'm not even gonna, because of that's super high. We understand the system. Um, mm -hmm. You all make it to the top of these grease stairs with the help of this rope, and Yay. you come. You come up to here. You arrive at the top of the stairs. Uh, I imagine Corbar first because he's helping with the rope. Corbar arrives first. The whole area is bathed in a bright white light. Did you say the whole area is beige? Because that is beige. so last season's color. Duh. Oh, okay. In bright white. At the very end of the platform, there is a huge circle. Um, the there's a little bit of wind. Uh, and it's quiet. And seated on a table, on one of these benches rather, um, is <laughs> seated here. Uh, as you arrive, thing you arrive and you recognize Monsieur Moon. Monsieur Moon, yeah, <gasps> yeah, yeah. What a dick! What he's, a dick! He's seated, looking out. I mean, out. he's like been your friend. He's looking out on onto the onto the carnival, and uh, and perhaps every now and again uh, he lifts up and plays a few notes from this little flute. Give me a insight okay. check. Thing? Can of I, course, he's can a I bard. roll an insight yeah. because I know music, so maybe I recognize it. Okay, it's Au Clair de la Lune. Oh, da, 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 da. yeah. Da, 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 so da, 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 I roll insight. 
Yeah, and thing also roll me inside. Wow, well, so. I got a nat twenty. Oh boy. Okay. Oh boy. That's a that's very high to determine I if you recognize the tune. Fourteen. Nat fourteen, <laughs> baby. Nat fourteen is good enough for you to get this. Monster Moon plays uh, stringed instruments, lutes and lyres and stuff, because he loves to add his singing voice to these things. He does mm. not. He does not play things that require that he that he breathe into them because he likes to keep uh, he likes to keep his his voice free. Um, but this you said was specifically a flute with an F. Yes, this is a this is like a, a flute, like a, a pan flute. So not it's a bunch a of different lute. pipes. Not a lute. Not a lute. Without an F. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, on a natural twenty to recognize the tune, um, you recognize a uh, a tune that is often played. Uh, a that is like reminiscent of fairies of Ooh. of creatures who who wander the forests and who hide when they are discovered um it's you know it's a tune that's like, like Korbar? played Korbar is recognizing a tune Ooh. that is like often it's it, you know he's it's not what you'd recognize immediately as the tune but you listen very closely and you recognize the same progression of chords of like various the fairy sequences. chord progression the fairy chord progression yeah no i mean Korbar is the creature that roams in the forest at night Korbar is a creature that roams in the forest at night. No. <laughs> so you arrive at the top of the stairs. What do you want to do? Okay, so I go first. I guess. Uh, yeah. Okay, so we just see Muncher Moon alone just playing on his flute, right? Yep, that's what you see. Okay, I... Nothing else. Everything else is bare. Uh, empty. yeah. There's everything else is empty. There's okay. a there's a room off to the side with some like cleaning supplies in it. Hmm. I check out the cleaning supply. Go ahead. Give me a investigation check. Uh, while you do that, Mick, what do you want to do? I ask Blob Blob to go and and uh, give him a hug. Give him a simoon a hug. Okay. <laughs> Okay. By the Blah, way, I got that. a 16 on investigation. These are good cleaning supplies. Um, these are the, <laughs> these are um, the, this the area up here is kept very clean. There are two buckets, some ropes for various sorts of uh, like repairs that need to be done, uh, and some mops. Um, great. Glob Glob Mr. runs Moon up here. Is a neat freak. A neat freak. <laughs> Glob Glob runs up and. Gives a hug. Uh, he tries to give a hug, and Mo and Monsieur Moon turns around and says, "You are just such a strange little creature." Hello, welcome in. You're the ones who um, you were in the big top, took care of that little bear problem. I see. Come, sit. And he gestures hey! at, the, at the bench in the center. Hello. Come. Is this part of the show? This is really cool. We can see everything from here. It's like, wow. Things yes. does not sit. Hmm. I, I sit like... right next to Monsieur Moon as if we're lo lo lifelong friends. Like I own the place. <laughs> okay, you sit right next to him. So here, I and guess. I like rush up and like. Yeah, where do you want to go? Move your token. Like sit on the floor in front of him. 
Is Monsieur Moon wearing that mask? Oh, that that bench. Um, he Monsieur Moon wears not that mask. I I failed to make a token. I'm sorry. Uh, it's it's a bit of a half mask, black. Uh, it's the it's the mask he wears. Um, give me everyone as you come up. I guess chaos itself. Okay, <clears throat> please roll a investigation check as especially Mick as you sit next to him. Thing I another, guess another investigation. Another investigation check. This is you're 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 seeing how much you notice about him. If you're oh. not actually touching him, I think Mick is close enough to touch. Mitch, Mick, you can roll. Mick, you can roll an investigation. Everyone else can roll insight or perception. Okay, so I roll investigation. Um, I got a twenty-one. Uh, I'm gonna roll thing. insight, and I got natural a, one. Oh, I got I'm a sorry. thirteen for insight. <laughs> okay, I'll go from lowest to highest. Thing you, you feel almost betrayed. <laughs> what Monster Moon seems to be ruining his own carnival or it seems to be fine with the chaos of this carnival that that you have always helped protect you know it it Didn't you're you almost blind understand yeah you're yeah you're you're just it's totally unintelligible to you this is not how things are supposed to go this is not the plan this is not the routine this is not expected yeah Corbo got a 13 investigation right insight insight this man is so at ease that it's strange. The world below is in chaos. I mean, it's quiet now because most of the people have fled. But for someone who runs this event, which is what you have sort of put together he is, because he's covered in moon symbols, his cloak has a moon on it, his mask, it, he seems like he should be more upset. And on the Natural 20 investigation, Mick, you run up, Throw your hand on his shoulder and immediately sense that there is an illusion on this person. Mm. That uh, that this is this some, this person is is disguised, um, and you begin to see through the illusion. Um, it begins oh. to sort of you can you can see through it, um, and you see. No, this man sitting here. At this it's moment, unaware that you have totally seen through him. So, I hope uh, I hope you've enjoyed this final ray of sickness. <laughs> What's the save? <laughs> I cast ray of sickness on this this fucker. <laughs> what is the wow final I ray of sickness? Your last spell slot. Last spell slot. What's Ooh, the save? Twenty. Well, I don't think you... Do you make an attack? I think you roll... I think the, the one who's attacked rolls a save. Um, read the spell off to me. Okay. I know I should what? know it because you've used it so many times. Hold on. Oh, you do roll an attack. Okay. Uh, you make a ranged spell attack. 20. That hits for sure. Um, okay. Everyone? All right. Okay. Uh, we'll resolve this first, and then we're going to do a thing. So this, this figure... Uh, a like just a stream of gross <laughs> surges out from from mix. It's a fist, I imagine, right? You hold up a fist again, and uh, it's, what does it look like? I don't know. My ray of sickness looks like uh, a turd. 
Great. Because that's what I want to cause on them. I don't want to kill them. I want them to shit their pants. It's that's, okay. That's the, the, the intent. Yeah. Okay. Like that. Uh, it's like flubber. Jeez. Okay. So the 20 hits and does 11 points of damage to this. Ah! Uh, the illusion drops as this person hops back up onto the bench um, and has to also make, I want to make sure I honor this properly, a save to see if they're poisoned. Um, a con okay, one second. <laughs> wow. No no conversation. Hey, Mr. You're, Just... you're, you're, you suddenly look really different. <laughs> I was going to have a big reveal thing, but I guess we're just going to do this. Um, uh, uh, and saves. So stands. Nasty man. This is why this. I am so glad that this will be the last carnival my brother ever throws. He disappears in front of you and reappears behind over here. And he says, you all should not touch that that moon. It's doing the necessary work, and by this time tomorrow, this carnival, and well, everyone nearby will be where they belong. And he uh, reaches into a pocket, pulls out a scroll, and throws it into the throws it into this room. Um, and you see all of the the buckets and brooms that you so carefully investigated quiver and come to life. And he leaps over the side of the tower and disappears. Is he the sorcerer's uh, Is there a little, is there a vomit trail behind him? No! <laughs> uh, Are he you leaps, okay? He leaps and disappears. Um, you seem sick. I'm fine. Um, at that moment. <laughs> you forgot your cleaning supplies. Two buckets come flying out of the closet and two brooms, and this suit of armor here in the middle of the room takes a step towards you. Good one, Mick. Good one, Mick. Hey there, Paul here with a quick word from a good friend of our podcast. If you haven't already, do check out Zmack Comedy on Facebook. They are a wonderful organization, great people. You can check out their online shows anywhere in the world uh, both benjamin and chris are members of teams uh typical heroes and say what you mean respectively i hope i did that right uh they've got wonderful puppet improv jams and all sorts of incredible things that you can take part in anywhere in the world uh and uh they are their sort of base of operations is shanghai so if you're in shanghai do make sure you hit up Zmac for all the great fun that improv can bring to your life check them out they're great fun fans okay uh, with that, we will get back into the carnival. In the middle of the room, there was a stand of armor on the top of this tower to the, the various heroes of the continent. Uh, and this is one of them, but it has now come alive and creaking. It has stepped down off of its stand. You hear rustling of objects and cleaning supplies from the closet behind. And in front of you, on top of this tower, three stories up, with just a little bit of wind blowing around, you can see the orb. A, a full moon that, glutter, that glitters and 
buzzes with a bit of arcane energy, which you know to be, in fact, a problem. Everyone, please roll initiative, and uh, I will come around and ask you what you get. I got a 17. Mick gets a 17, a very high roll on initiative. Excellent. What did Korbar get? 13. 13. Incredible. And Thing? 12. 12. Wonderful. So, Yovani jump, jumps off the top of the tower. Protect the orb, he yells out to these things as he flees the scene. And the very first act, which feels somehow unfair because he had just started this whole thing, is Mick. Mick, what would you like to do? You are standing on the... You, you can ask me any questions about the scene that you have now. I want to do uh, an arcana check mm. to see what that orb he was talking about is. Lovely. Go ahead. Give me the roll. Oof. Eleven. Uh, you you betcha it's this glowing thing that's very similar to what you destroyed before. This is a smaller version of the orb uh, that you shot over the top of the, the, the carnival tent that fills up to be full when, when midnight arrives. Um, which is typically like sort of a light show, sort of an <laughs> impressive feat to be like, the carnival's ending soon, like here's the last moment. Um, and uh, and it animated those bears, or polymorphed like stuffed bears and hyenas into the real deal. Um, you betcha it's probably is this thing, thing over here. Is that to the south? Okay. It is this, yes, to the south of you. All right. Um, uh, uh, is this Firebolt to the orb. Or just... It is, it is positioned sort of half on, half off the platform. It sort of hovers in space. So is it, okay, so what I'm trying to say is it is it in melee distance from, say, a gnome? <laughs> yes, a gnome would be able to to hit it. Um, but in the meantime, Caesar, you're going to Firebolt. Please give me an attack roll. <laughs> um, firebolt. 16. 16 does hit. So go ahead and tell me how much damage you do. This is much smaller than the one that was over the big top, so it will not have as much health. <laughs> Eight. Wonderful. Cool. A wow. crack spread all across wow. it. Just uh, and it sort of wobbles in space, but it does not totally collapse. Uh, it looks like it's in. Uh, it looks like it's in trouble. Uh, bonus action or movement from you. I order uh, Glove Glove to charge uh, the orb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Glob Glob can attack the orb uh, if you want him to. For, I believe he has a yeah, range of. That's what uh, I meant. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So uh, Glob Glob is going to make uh, a range attack. Go ahead and roll <laughs> a, a, the uh, the roll the attack for me. Tell me what you get. Let's uh, roll a d twenty. Okay. And he had he adds something to his to his uh, attack. I can't remember what it is. Seventeen. That'll it'll I, definitely I hit. Know. Go ahead and roll one d four plus four. I believe. 1d4. Or is it, uh, what is the so, homunculus servant? One. What does he add to that? Is it, is it two, I think? I don't know. Maybe I it's... forgot the, I, I closed cool. the, the window. Cool. Please get that up for me. Um, or I will have to. I don't, I don't even know what that, that window was. Okay, cool. One moment while I just check up on the homunculus servant. Uh, tell us what Glob Glob looks like as he attacks this orb. It looks uh, unappetizing. It's a, uh, it's like it, it's it's a revolting creature. 
just flings its itself onto the thing, and like a, a piece of yeah, just a piece of itself just hits the orb. It does. Like it's it way less the, the bear. It's way less impressive than the fireball. You all see a fireball stream out again. Is it still your fist that you sort of like put you punch yeah. in the air, and then a flaming wow. ice fist charges it's out? It's a hadoken. Hadoken. <laughs> Uh, spreads out across it. It, it looks almost com like cartoonishly like a Hadoken. Like it looks like it has been copied very clearly from that. Um, and uh, yeah. it, uh, uh, and then a little bit of meatball hits the hits it and um, doesn't do as much. It doesn't hurt it as much, but it's still sort of like there's a little and like a little area sort of. Um, the orb the orb is not looking healthy. Um, okay, uh, that will then take us next to the armor um the armor arrives here and puts itself in position to prevent anyone from getting closer or attacking the orb it will do its best to intercept it has been commanded to protect and that is all it does mm. it, it readies an action to attack anyone who comes closer to it okay um, Korbar, your turn. Mm, let's see. Can I do an Arcana check on the suit of armor? Yeah, go ahead. What do you What do you want to know specifically about it? Uh, you, I want to see. Does it have any weaknesses? Does it have any weaknesses? Go ahead and give me your Arcana check, and I'll tell you what you figure out. Fifteen. It doesn't have weaknesses. It does have immunities. Like you can't do psychic damage to an object. Um, it can't be blinded. It can't be poisoned. Um, <laughs> it otherwise doesn't have like a, a a weakness. You just you just hit it until it stops. Perhaps the one weakness you would know is that uh, in the field of a dispel magic or an anti magic field, the thing collapses. Um, mm. and there's like a glimmer of a remembering of the other orb shattering and the, the animals dispelling, ceasing to be animated. Um, that's what you get in a 15. Okay. That sounds good. So I'm going to make, take a few steps back from the, the scary, uh, statue Oops, to, uh, yep. like right next to thing there. Right yeah. next to the thing. Okay, you're yeah, not quite right. in. in you, it's not. It can't quite get an attack of opportunity. You're a little too far away. I think I dragged okay. him by accident. Okay, so you're good. Nice. You're gonna take a few steps back, right? Which I will do for you, right? Excellent. Nice. And let's see. From there. Okay, so the Arcana check did not take an act, right? Nope. Give you that for free. Okay. Nice. So I think I'll take. Use this extra action to you know what? i'm gonna give another bardic inspiration to thing oh lovely and how do you give you yeah how do you give your bardic inspiration you're the man now dog <laughs> <laughs> okay question it, why <laughs> because i believe in you <laughs> wonderful uh that's your movement. Exasperation. <sighs> cool. No action. Just just the bardic inspiration. You do that as a bonus yeah. action. Cool. <laughs> Thing, you're up. 
as uh, as Luti McBard uh, crawls cowardly away from the animated suit of armor, Thing steps over Korbar. Like, like, just like he's going underneath, just a, like a giant step over. And as, as soon as Korbar is is out from underneath Thing, full on charge at the suit of armor. Like, right? Like he's Mike, jousting apparently? with himself as his steed. Mike. Beautiful. Give. Okay. Give me. Oh. Mike, I really need to change that setting so you all can't fiddle with the names of my tokens. But yes, charge. Uh, Mick, Mick looks over at the suit of armor and goes, I'm going to call you Mike. Uh, and his name is now Mike. Um, so Thing charges at the suit of armor. Um, and uh, go ahead and give me an attack roll. <laughs> 20. Not natural. That's okay. after modifications. Wonderful. A mod 20. I'm Go ahead and roll 20. Roll your damage for me, uh, and and uh, and then we'll figure out what it looks like. Eight. Wonderful. Ooh. Eight. Cool. Um, I would uh, actually... the, uh, the other thing is, okay. just to let you know, uh, this creature had ready in action to attack anyone who came closer, so he's also going That's to correct. attack you after your... That's I, correct. Your, your charge was wonderful. It totally... Uh, did the damage before he could attack, so now he's gonna also try and take his ready to action. I, I, I would also like to uh, to use the action surge to take one additional <laughs> action on my turn and 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 stab it again. Great. So uh, the the armor tries. So you charge up, <clears throat> strike him with the spear. Um, mm -hmm. Then uh, he tries to hit you and and really just. <clears throat> you hear creaking of armor and he just can't get around at you. Yeah, you stiff arm away. Go ahead, give me your next attack. Okay. Action surge. Yeah, love it. Love to see it. 16. Unfortunately, this is a piece <gasps> of armor. 16 no. does not hit. It, it, he's flailing around, <laughs> clangs off of him. An empty, an empty helmet looks up at you. Two empty eye sockets looking at each other. And that's the end of- Four empty turn. eye sockets staring at each other. This is or... this is a hoss fight. This is a hoss fight. Indeed. Okay. Up next, wonderful turn. Really incredible. We, we someone's engaged with Mike. Uh, charging out of the closet are going to be two buckets and a broom. Um, and You're let me just make for this one, Corbar. Corbar, <laughs> uh, this bucket's gonna come up behind you and it's gonna try to jump on your head. <laughs> okay. It's a helmet. <laughs> it's a very bad helmet. Uh it <laughs> Okay. Your, your armor class is what? Is uh 13. 13. It rolled a natural 20, so it jumps on your head. <laughs> um well, 13 doesn't matter then. 13 doesn't matter. Um, so you, 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 hey, you're the man now, and thing charges forward and strikes uh, at this armor. Um, and as that's happening, everything goes dark. A bucket falls on your head. I'm blinded? Um, you are blinded, yes. Um, you are I can blinded. see, it's a miracle. <laughs> uh, thankfully, you, this, this, you take no damage. Um, you're gonna be able to get out of this, you're gonna try to get out of this on your turn. Um, the other bucket, let's see what the other bucket can get. Do I have to roll get. for it, or does that you will, just You'll have to action? do a, you'll have to do a check, um, okay. to try and get out of it. 
Um, I don't think anyone else is going to be able to reach anybody. A broom comes flying out. Um, Comes sweeping out? A broom comes flying, sweeping the ground beneath it out, sure. Um, And a second bucket is coming over uh, for thing. But it can only get to there. Um, So, Corbar, you got a bucket on your head. Um, And there's other other things in play, but that's... Oh, wait, they'll they'll just take full dash actions. So they'll get near everybody, but they can't do anything. Okay. Um, That's... Brooms and buckets, and that brings us back up to uh, Mick. All right, I am going to shoot a firebolt at the bucket in Crover's head. <laughs> Not the orb. That's like almost dead. The orb will take care of itself. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Please give me. An attack roll. That is 13. 13 misses. The bucket rattles around out of the ah! way. Uh, yeah, it, it truly, because it is it is harder to hit than Corbar. It pulls Corbar out of the way as you shoot a firebolt at it. <laughs> um, I don't know what's happening, but wow. <laughs> but wow. <laughs> Any uh, bonus action? Movement? Uh, Glove Glove is gonna attack the orb again. Wonderful. Give me the, uh, give me the attack roll. Uh, you just roll 20. a d20. Yeah. You tell me what it is. Mm, Nine on the die? Nine. Okay, yeah. and then he adds plus four, which is <clears throat> 13. Uh, it hits the orb, but doesn't hurt it. Um, so a little bit of meatball. Okay. <laughs> Um, just it, it misses it, it the the object has a has a DC that a certain oh, okay. amount of a certain amount of force is necessary to hurt it at all Got it. Um, this is standard for objects in uh, D&D they need like you they have a DC so um, uh, just sort of meatball against this bright glowing orb you hear it sort of starts to sizzle there's a little bit of Ugh. coming off of this moon just, and yeah you'll smell Good. like a little bit of rancid meatball anything else Mick? Um, I, yes. You can, I, you can, I can shout move, something out. Right? Yeah, you can move. I yeah, can totally. shout? Okay. Yeah, if, you, I... if you move away from this broom, it will get an attack of opportunity on you. Can Glob Glob do anything else? Glob Glob could move, and Glob Glob would take the attack of opportunity. I, uh, I tell Glob Glob to move in front of me and take the, the, the hit from the broom. <laughs> oh, okay. No! Yeah, I'll, I'll essentially say that. Yeah, you, 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 uh, you have Glob Glob take the attack of opportunity. So where are you gonna move to? The broom's gonna try to hit Glob Glob. Glob Glob is gonna move. Uh, can I do this? Yeah. I'm just sitting here. Yeah. Oh, you just sit down on the bench. Cool. Yeah, Glob Glob is gonna jump in front of the the broom. Uh, the Glob Glob. Jumps in front of the broom and manages to avoid its bristles. Uh, it, it can't. Uh, it can't quite find purchase on him. I'm gonna get rid of that. Now everyone Jeez. has meatball meatball juice on their clothes. Yep, there's there's meatball juice just flying everywhere. As oh, 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 oh. oh, beautiful. Okay, uh, that was Mick, and then uh, that brings us to the animated Mike. armor. It brings us to Mike. As soon as I. Having a little bit of 
Technical issue. One moment, please. Uh. I like how Thing's name is entirely in cap. Yep. Thing. He, he's shouting. Uh, the armor now. Uh, the armor uh, will just step a little bit here to try and if anyone tries to get at the orb, and but then continues to attack Thing. Does that provoke an attack of opportunity at all, or is it attacks of opportunity only are triggered movement. if it leaves uh, okay. if it leaves your threatened area, yep, um, which it is not check. doing. It's just sort of squaring in the middle. That's mm -hmm. all. And once again, doesn't hit you. God. The armor is just it's just swinging. Uh, it's uh, sorry, not a sword. It's just a suit of armor, and it's just swinging fists at you. Just. <laughs> Uh, and again, we're we're back to that moment of rock'em sock'em robots, robot versus armor. Just I'd I'd actually like to use um, uh, a reaction to okay. repost against and, and a superiority die to repost against the suit of armor. Ooh! Wow! Go ahead. Uh, you make an attack roll. Yes. Cool. Um, and can I use the bardic inspiration on this? Yeah. 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 Okay. You can wait. To, once you see what you roll, you can then add the. Oh, that was a natural one. That was a natural one. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. So can I take sorry. that back? I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm take so back the bardic inspiration. <laughs> that so would have been sorry. so cool. It would have been so cool. Yeah, you all see. There's this really. Uh, there's this moment where the armor tries to hit, clangs off of, thing, and thing <laughs> uses that energy to come back and try to get at it, um, and just swings straight over the head of the animated. It's just, uh, almost like he can't. It's like. He's trained to detect things, and he can't see it because it's not a thing. It's not a being that he can sense, and just misses where where hurting it would happen. Um, and that's uh, that's the that is the end of the animated armor. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, that brings us that brings us to Corbar. You have a bucket on your head. To get out of this, uh, yeah. you need to give me <clears throat> uh, athletics or acrobatics check, um, and this is going to take your action. So I'm gonna do an acrobatics check. Cool. Go ahead and do that. This is it's gonna make a dexterity check to try and stay on you. It's a contested dexterity check. Ooh, so oh, 21. Oh, that's so good. Uh, so you rolled like a well, you anyway. Wonderful. Uh, you beat it. You throw this bucket off your head. You have movement. So can I describe how I do it? Please. Can, okay, I do a back up, back flip, just throwing the the bucket off my head, and it just goes flying off my head. The bucket clatters off your head. I uh, did not expect to be upside down. It was not. It was not. It was pushing downward like this, and then it's upside down, and it's like, ow, um, uh, And you now have uh, movement and uh, any bonus action you want to take. I'll say that the bucket, you threw the bucket a little bit away from you, so you can get away without it uh, trying to take a reaction and pop back in your head. Okay. I move away from the bucket, like, towards Glove Glove and Mick. Okay. And cool, I have cool. a bonus action. Let's see what I can do with bonus. Wait, doesn't the other bucket jump on your head? The other, uh, other, the other bucket is hovering behind Thing. It's headed towards Thing. So okay. We, that would be funny, though. Yeah. <laughs> you get rid of one bucket, and then you get the <laughs> other one. Dang it! That was sort of the thought of having two of them, but it didn't... Mechanically, it doesn't really make sense. They'd have to really... It's, yeah. it's like the shell game, but with a gnome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, these are, by the way, these are very, these are much smaller than you all. I just, I can't make the tokens any smaller. Just so you all know, they're, they're size tiny. They're mm. the same size as glob glob. Um, 
Okay. So Glove Glove can fit inside an entire bucket. That was Corbar's turn. Thing, yeah. it's your turn. Okay. Metal Dab on metal. The armor in the face. <sighs> okay, go ahead and make an attack roll. That is 13. Um, and this one, I will use the inspiration diode. Cool. Roll a, roll a three is, higher uh, on that. D6. Wait, it, it, D6? Yes. Yep. To everyone, roll. Five. You Ooh. hit. Nice. That man saying, you're the man now. It lifts your spirits. I rolled a one for damage. Jesus. <laughs> Total of four for damage. But Total I am damage. the man. Wait. Thing's a man? Interesting. <laughs> four damage. The uh, the armor staggers back. Uh, it's very hurt because it is not a man. It knows that deep inside of itself. Um, okay, uh, that was thing. Uh, next up is the broom. Uh, the Things broom. Things a man, man. The broom is going to use its action uh, and sweep a bunch of dust and meatball juice up all around it um, in a 10 feet radius. So in this whole radius, so I'm gonna need Glob Glob. Uh, Glob Glob can't be blinded, but Mick, I'm gonna need you to make, and Corbar, no, I'm going to need you- can't blind with what has no eyes. You can't blind what has no eyes. Um, but Mick and Corbar, I'm going to need you to make uh, constitution saving throws. Wait a second, is this a, a magic attack? Nope. It's just okay. broom dust. Constitution. Constitution. Okay. Fuck. Five. <laughs> Uh-oh. Wait, are we allowed to swear on this podcast? I think so. I don't think any children listen to us. Because you thing do. Has Sorry. developed a potty mouse. <laughs> okay, so, I got a where do you, Is thing like a parrot? Mm. Where do you pick it up from? Uh, dust goes into both of your <laughs> eyes. Um, you you are you are you are you are covered in dust. Um, you can use an action in your turn to clear your eyes um, of dust, uh, or it will eventually go away as you just blink your eyes a lot. Um, but that you know you will have disadvantage. What on if I shoot rolls. while blinded? You have disadvantage. Can on I attacks. shoot Corbar by accident? Oh, okay. No, you won't shoot Corbar by accident unless you tell me I'm shooting in his direction. Okay. Um, so that was. That was. Don't give him ideas. Do not give him give ideas. Him, I know. True chaos. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say that uh, this bucket is going to try and get on Thing's head. It's going to make an attack roll. Come on. Is Thing too big for the bucket? Uh, no, his head isn't. Um, he's not actually a huge creature. Um, okay. So uh, the first bucket can't get on his head. The second bucket tries to get on Thing's head. And I don't. I still don't think it does because your AC is absurd. Um, yep. So it's like you know, just inches from. It's like trying to get on your head, and you're. There's buckets swirling around your head. Um, I guess it has to sort of be over here. Okay. Um, two buckets are trying to get on you, and they can't. There are just two little buckets flying around your head. Um, that's. You've got Mickey ears. You've got little Mickey ears. That takes us back to Mick. Mick, you're blinded. Oh, well done. I'm shooting at the orb. Okay, roll an attack with disadvantage, please. You're going to roll two die and give me the lower one. Okay. One is 10. The other one is 13. So 15 and 18. 
15. 15 just hits. You're blinded and just shooting at random, uh, and you do manage to strike the orb. Um, and roll the damage for me, please. So roll low. Damage is four. Ooh. Incredible. You Hadouken, blinded, dust in your eyes, meatball juice coming out like tears in what you believe is the appropriate direction for where this eh, orb was. I'm not that sure. <laughs> That's where it is. Yeah, you sat down. You sat down. So, you know, that helped yeah, you sort it's of be over like, the shoulder. Uh, yeah. <laughs> over the shoulder, Hadouken flies out. Uh, the cracks spread all around and the orb plummets to the ground. Uh, half of it starts to fall down into into the ground below. Half of it spreads out across Aww. and there is a, you all feel similar to when the first one was destroyed. You were distracted because there was all that falling glass, but again, a wave of energy hits you all and the armor clatters to the ground. Buckets clatter to the ground. Broom clatters to the ground. A, a field of energy washes off over these over, from that orb and these things collapse and we are out of combat. Are we um, still blinded? Uh, I'll say that, you know, now that we don't have to track time so much, you you take a few seconds to uh, to w rub your eyes clear of dust and look around yourself. Um, I rub my eyes on Glob Glob, which is particularly clean for a meatball that cleanses my eyes. <sighs> okay. Wonderful. <laughs> Not so much. Okay. <laughs> Can Thing pick up the armor? walk off to the edge and just throw it off the edge. It clatters to the ground. <laughs> making sure there's making sure there's nobody below because that would violate one of his programs inabilities. Just what, but what if it's like a hyena? Roll a roll a perception check as you go to as you prepare to throw it. And I'd say you seem sort of filled with bloodlust. It's up to you if you want to do that with disadvantage or not. I don't know how cl how careful thing is feeling in this moment. Uh, 13. There's definitely a spot where there's nobody there. There's definitely cool, and so you throw you throw it to the ground. Um, yeah. from behind a tree nearby, somebody goes, ah! <laughs> oh, oh, "Oh boy!" And you see a uh, a small little halfling go scurrying off, running away. Wait, is that Galgan? Uh, roll perception check. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I got a nat twenty. Definitely Galgan. Galgan is sprinting away. Uh, you you know it's him from the sound of his voice and the fact that he's carrying a bag that has like canvases and paint sticking out of it, and he's fleeing off into the distance. He's already hey kind of Galgan, long time no see. Isn't this an exciting carnival? He is already. You just you you can distantly hear him being like, ah, ah, running away. Um, he's having a bad time. You'd guess with that. See you later. Time. While, while these two are talking to the halfling, I run downstairs and pick up the armor and put it in my bottomless bag. Oh my God. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? I have oh, a bottomless that's bag. the second infusion. <laughs> you have that's now. not an infusion. I started with that one. I mean, it's not as, I mean, I don't know how that works. I started with that one. It was in my inventory at the beginning. Beautiful. Oh my God. Uh, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> how that happened but wonderful you run downstairs uh you find the armor and you you put each piece of it clunk 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 into your bottomless bag um 
While you're down there, why don't you give me a perception check, Mech? Sure. <clears throat> I want to see if they. I, I want to see if they saw me picking it up. Okay, that'll be part of it. That's that's my. Well, if you're trying, are you uh, trying to be stealthy about it? Yes. Oh, okay. Then I'm going to need you to roll. I mean, you ran down a flight of stairs, so it's not just a sleight of hand. It's a stealth check. So uh, if you're trying to be sneaky, okay. let me know, and you roll stealth or sleight of hand, depending on what you're doing. So roll <laughs> roll a d20 or roll the, roll your stealth check, sorry. Well, they're both the same, so... Okay. Oof. Two. Oh, uh, that's for make, uh, you make a ton of noise. For perception? <laughs> that's your perception? Sorry. That was my perception. Oh, okay. You run down and you're like, wow, cool armor. Um, or check. And or like, stealth. I don't know. There's uh, a let's dark say forest. Let's say I failed both. Let's, let's, say say I failed both. Both. let's say you failed both. There's a dark forest. Um, It's getting quieter than before. There's fewer screams. Like, but you're, like you just don't hear a lot of screams. Um, and you make a ton of noise as you put, like, you sort of have to do it piece by piece because it's, like, pretty heavy. And so it's just, like, clank, clank, clank. Um, and I would say that if you looked up above I lean you, over and say, hey, yeah. do you need any help with that? No. Um, so you're on, you're either on top or at the bottom of this tower. Tell me which, uh, tell me what you do. So I, I go, look. I turn to Thing and say, "Hey, wow, you're really strong! Like, how did you get so strong? It's it's really cool." Thing looks down at the creature with the high-pitched voice that is one third of Thing's size. Response. always been this way wow and then What's walks your name away anyway oh <laughs> starts to go starts to go down the go down the stairs the grease is i like really things dry version of getting to know who he's traveling with yeah no no that that, that was my player goal that's not things character goal no thing. Thing wants to know. Um, the 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 guy that was uh, apparently using the illusion to be Monsieur Moon. Where'd that guy go? Thing wants to try to find that guy. Cause Monsieur Moon is the only closest thing to a mentor or friend that Thing has known this entire time. And suddenly, that was an illusion. Mm -hmm. What? I'll I'll give you two things as you're thinking about him. You can do a um. A nature check to try and track him. Um, you oh. also you also know that Monsieur Moon has a tent over here um, that you could go and try and uh, investigate. Oh. It's on the map labeled as Monsieur Moon's tent. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> go there, go there. That makes yes. So you arrive at the the ground floor. You're in this uh, you know this sort of dark room. It's no longer lit by the ambient moonlight from the orb up above. Um, Mick is gathering armor into his bag. Uh, I clink, imagine, clink, clink. I imagine Are you sure Omar you don't need any help there? Yeah, you all come out into the main area for sure, like into the on the path. Um, Mick, you finish putting all the armor into the bag, and you all stand there in front of the tower. Uh, and thing, you've had a thought. Um, you can feel free to share that thought or not with the others. Go find Monster Moon. 
at the, at the, at the tent. That's where thing is going. Just walk Okay. Off. You Okay, you see this this man just stride off. What do you two do? Mick? Corbin? I follow hmm. I, I I follow thing wherever where thing goes. 18653. Uh, my business is not done yet. Cool. Hmm. So, AT. AT. Wonderful. As okay. you're walking down to the tent, Corbar, what what will you do? There's been no I go to the bookstore. Go to the bookstore. <laughs> go ahead. Great. <laughs> you go you just without a word to each other in true <laughs> what I don't know what sort of fashion that is. You, Fight a bunch of monsters and then just suddenly part ways. Okay. True autistic fashion. Yes, that's the yeah. word. Yeah, that's that's pretty much thing. Yeah, at this point in time. Yeah, I accept that. Okay. Well, I'll let that. That's what happens. Um. <laughs> so, uh, so you'll go to the bookstore, and you two are going to Monster Moon's tent. Um, how are are how are you? Uh, how are you going up towards Monster Moon Tents? Are you trying to be stealthy? Are you charging oh, up? That, that thought doesn't even cross. I try to grab this. I, I, I try to dislodge the spear from things back. Well, things cool. give, thing give is distracted. Give me an athletics check. check. Oh, this is not going to end up well. <laughs> athletics. Boom. Ten. You pull really hard on it, and it starts to wiggle. Um, thing, give me a Constitution saving throw. Oh, oh boy! Oh boy! Thirteen. Cool. The the it's not super hard because the spear doesn't come totally dislodged, but you feel a moment thing where you there's a there's a flash, a sudden. You see for just a second a field, and there are screams and falling explosions and you are charging and then you're back um and mick the you tugged on the spear and it didn't quite come loose it wiggled and you saw the the whole body of thing twitch for a second thing drops to one knee and takes the barrel shield and puts it over mick's head in protection that happens in automatic response just automatic, just down. That's really interesting. I write it down in my my notebook. <laughs> Standing underneath a big shield, taking a quick little note. Huh. Um, Fascinating. Let's see if we can replicate the sensations. <laughs> um, but after after a moment, thing you you do. It was it was very brief. You do realize that you're not in that. Field. You're in a dense, quite foggy forest, um, walking up towards a pretty pompous-looking <sighs> tent. Yeah, just kind of takes the the spear, not not the spear itself, but the spear hand, just, like almost like he's trying to smash the memories out of his head, and then starts going back. It's it's not like a a fast walk, but it is a determined walk. Um, as you enter the tent, the tent, Monster Moon's tent is one of the nicest tents that that people have. It is entirely separated from the staff quarters. Uh, there are lights hung all along it. You enter the tent. You've been here many times before. Mm. 
it's familiar to you. The, mm -hmm. Travels with a double size king bed that he sleeps in. There are books around. There are instruments in the corner. A, a rug in the middle, just on the floor, on the ground. Um, homey, quite nice. In a chair. I walk behind. I walk after. I walk in after a thing, and I do an arcana, an arcana check to see if anything has been tinkered with magic. Cool. Roll roll the arcana, and I'll finish the description. In a corner, in a chair, uh, you see Monster Moon. Um, apparently asleep, um, and uh, and you can you can give me perception, investigation about that. Arcana check. Twelve. Uh, there there is in this room a sort of sense that something magical come is here. Uh, there's like sort of ba a lot of background magic happening. Um, but you also detect on that arcana that there is a dart in the neck of this man in the chair in the corner. Um, just sort of sticking out of the middle of his neck. Just a little just a little dart. Um, so Mick, you're looking around. You notice that thing. What are you, what are you doing? It would be improper for thing to shout out and wake up Monsieur Moon. So he walks over to make sure that Monsieur Moon is okay. And um, at, yeah. Go on. You walk over. Uh, you, as you get close, you notice the same thing that he is asleep, still breathing, but with a oh. dart in his neck. This wouldn't hurt thing. So thing assumes that this wouldn't hurt Monsieur Moon. Remove the dart. You remove. You remove the dart. Uh, the the figure in the chair. Thing. Thing. What? Ah. Oh. oh no. Thing. It's. What time is it? What happened? Response. It is past midnight. Oh. We had just sat down. We had just sat down. I was preparing for the... Oh. Question. With whom? I sat down by myself. I was here. I was pre I was going over the music I was to play for Appella tonight. I was... Where... What... It's after midnight. You, what happened? Did she, did she, did it go you off had well? Said, you had said we sat down. The carnival had sat down its, ah. the, the carnival had placed down its pieces. I was here, I was alone, and then. Understood. I thought I saw, I thought I saw someone I hadn't seen for a long time. But, but it was, but then I. Must have been your brother, said Mick. <laughs> <laughs> interrupting him in his monologue statement he is also here yeah hello my name is monsieur moon um you you know you know of my brother yeah he looks like a dark elf mm. monsieur moon is also an elf but not as not as dark, not as blue-skinned as you saw his brother. 
he stands. Maybe he's adopted. I don't know. Uh, he does seem like an asshole. Quite the opposite. I. It is so. It is ironic that he would be sent for this. My brother should be dead. You see, Monster yeah, Man. he should. I mean, he. I, I. I cast ray of sickness on him. He should be dead by now. That's a good trick. We used to do that as kids when we'd first learned that one. Mm. My brother... My brother died. And I made a terrible deal to try to save his life. And... As always, you have to be very careful what sort of deals you make. And it seems... Well... I think there's so much I have to tell you. Is the carnival going well? What happened? Response, negative. Why? Are people not, en they're not enjoying themselves? Response. The animals became animals. They killed Clyde. That was he's trying to say. Or whatever the fuck his name was. Not Clyde. He's an up and coming. You'll be a genius someday. Ah. No. Yeah. I bet I was really upset. She not be. not this big guy though. You didn't care if Clyde died thing. Anyway, that's not the point. Nick said while he's <laughs> ramaging through Monsieur Moon's stuff. Okay, give me an investigation check. <laughs> Talking over check. his shoulder. Yeah, give me an investigation check. <laughs> do you do you uh, have to roll sleight of hand to make sure you not get noticed, or do you not I care? I don't think he, I don't think he cares. <laughs> Eleven. Uh, you find a lot of books about the Fae here. There's a lot of books about deals with the Fae, about the different Seelie courts, um, and and a book about um, what to do when you're unhappy. Um, uh, speaking of books, well, meanwhile, uh, we go over Corbar at the bookstore. You go to the bookstore. It's abandoned. Um, it has been. People have fled the scene. Um, the you know, it, it's when I say when it's it's called a bookstore. It's a couple of carts that set up in a, a sort of rectangle uh, that open up and have a bunch of books. Yeah. Uh, there are books about acrobatics. There are books about party games and fun things to do on your own time. Uh, and a collection of books on like various elements of the arcane and magic. Ooh, and ooh, I want to do investigation to see if there's anything, any interesting rare books on the arcane that I can get. Cool. Dr. Wonderful. Give me a, Wait, give are, me are you going to steal a book? I think he's going to steal a book. Give me an investigation check. Cool. Pot kettle black. Who said I, I was going to steal oh, the book? Mick doesn't care. <laughs> Are you going to pay for it? Maybe. Seven. <laughs> you find um, what to expect when you're expecting, which you think might have something to do with the future um, and divination. Ooh, I think I think Talk Service is going to like this. How much does it cost? Uh, is there a price tag on it? Yeah, there is a price tag. It uh, it's um, three. Sorry, three Tickets. silver pieces. <laughs> okay, I leave three sil silver pieces just on a bench somewhere. Yeah, the, it, again, turned over, abandoned. People fled in a rush. So like the money place has, you know, someone just ran off with the bag that they do money. And like, you know, there was obviously some sort of bear attack. Like the, it's been destroyed. There are claw marks everywhere. And in a couple of those claw marks, you set three silver pieces. Just doop, doop, doop. So, and as I leave them down, I'm just like, hello, anybody here? Um, 
Well, I, I don't know who I give this to, so I'm just going to leave it here. So I, I hope you get your money. Have a nice day. Your voice just echoes out into silence. Um, as you're doing that, also roll a perception check for me about what's around you. Okay, I'm rolling a perception check. Ah, uh, nat one. No, wait, no, no, that's actually a seven. Ah, so. good, okay. That's a lot better. Um, nat seven. This, this silence is becoming almost un... You really can't hear anything. And there's a fog rolling in all around that makes it hard to see very far and seems to swallow your voice as you speak. Mm. Um, where do you want to go after you finish at the bookstore, Corbar? Uh, I, I wonder what was going on with those, those other people. I'm going to go check out the enchanted lake on my way to Montgomery. <laughs> Okay, great. You, uh, you, you'll do that. Cool. Uh, me meanwhile, we cut back to the tent. Monster Moon is saying, "When my, when my family died, I, I couldn't handle it. I." He reaches into a shelf and looks for a book. Uh, I had a book on the Fey here somewhere. Where did that? Did someone? Did someone? Where? There was a. No idea. Oh. I said, with the book tucked under my robes. <laughs> okay. Well, I... I found out about a hag who could restore people to life. She could... She could revive them at some sort of terrible cost. And I... Well, I... I went into the Feywilds to find her. And... She did. She gave me back... She restored in front of my, my eyes, my brother, my mother. The word then, Feywilds mm -hmm. triggers something in Thing. Mm -hmm. And just, again, a, a twitch, uh, the, the, like a darkness, a, both a clarity and a blurring kind of passes over his eyes and something else just kind of slowly clicks into place. Metaphorically speaking, of course. She explained that it would be difficult to do, and so I would have to give up a dear price. And I, well, I, I, I traded her away my ability to feel joy. I couldn't feel happiness. I can't. That wasn't the only element. That's of ironic. Yes, I, I, uh. I appreciate sort of intellectually why it's ironic running a carnival and not being able to experience joy. I you know, I reviving your brother and that you can't enjoy, that's a, at top, top of the shelf asshole move. <sighs> yes, you could say that she's quite, she's quite the asshole. <sighs> but I tried to pursue on. I tried to continue barding and playing for the people around and it was, I couldn't, I wasn't the other thing is that my brother also, she kept him. She revived him, but kept him. She disappeared. I wanted him back, so I tried to cut another deal. And this is where things get... Well, I should have learned from the first time. Meanwhile, we cut over to Korbar at the Enchanted Lake. Korbar, what are you doing? So, 
Is there still anything here at the lake? Or I mean, there's stuff in the lake, right? They can't, couldn't have run away, right? Yeah. Um, go ahead and give me an investigation check. You arrive. You cut. Yeah. While you do that, I'll just describe. Uh, there's a there's a sort of a queue that winds to a station where someone would meet people, punch their ticket, and lead them to the lake. Um, and you're investigating, looking around. I got an 18. You find uh, at that station a uh, a potion, a, a sort of a deck of potions, uh, in the sense that there are shelves, many shelves of mm. the same potion over and over again. Um, and you can... Can I uh, roll, like, an Arcana check to see if I can recognize what they are? Sure. You roll an Arcana, you're popping off the lid to sort of waft, smell what it is. Fifteen. Uh, it's a potion of water breathing. Ooh. Um, and, uh, and it seems to be part of what goes on here. And can I do a perception check to see if there's anything of interest in the waters? Sure. Go ahead, roll a perception check. You're looking at the waters, trying to see what's going on. Okay, perception. I got a seven. Strong sevens. Um, so you you are looking at the water, and you're looking at this potion of water breathing. Seems like these should go together. <laughs> but you don't see anything else in the lake. I'm gonna, just going to drink the potion and jump in the water and see what happens. Cool, you drink the potion and jump in the water. We cut away back to the tent. And Monster Moon says, <clears throat> I found another hag who would give me my ability to feel joy back, but once again with a cost. Essentially, I would have to... I would have to give joy to others. And if I failed, even once, I and everyone around me would be hers. I took the deal. And everything went fine for hundreds of years. Thing, you've been with us for quite a while, but I've been doing this for a long time. Joy, entertainment, delight, it works. People have a great time. Their enjoyment is guaranteed. But it seems, it seems that these two sisters have teamed up on me. If my brother has been sent to ruin the carnival that the deal of the other hag requires I maintain, it seems that they've decided it's time, that they want me. <sighs> I'm so sorry, Thing. And you, you see him sort of sit down. It's already happening. I already feel myself losing... Deep misery is seeping into me. And this poor town, the poor people here, they have no idea. Determined statement. We do. You mean? Question. Yes. Where is this hag? Well, if she has sent my brother, she must have some... I... You know that the carnival never goes to the same place twice. Hmm. The reason is I'm... I'm constantly on the run. I'm constantly avoiding any tricks that she might try to pull, and... 
but I I use this, and he, he reaches into a, a little uh, cabinet, opens it up, and pulls out a little mirror. I scry on a place with no with no portals to the Feywild. I always look and try to find one. It's a little hand mirror here. And I... When I looked at it this morning, I couldn't see anywhere. I couldn't see anything. It was hidden from me. So I found the most backwater, quiet little town where it seemed that no one would ever have a portal to the Feywild. The Fey, they love wild, either wild places or to sneak into the human society. They don't, they don't, they're not interested in empty fields, typically. But it seems there must be a portal somewhere here. Somewhere in the carnival, there is a passage. And on the other side will be the, will be her or them, I suppose. Question. Mirrors. I, I, where's my book on the Feywild? Where's my... Where, does, on the Fe, does anyone... Did you... I, I, hold on. And he takes a moment to start rummaging through his books. Meanwhile, we come back to Korbar. Uh, Korbar, you, you take a potion of water breathing and you walk uh, into the water. Um, for a moment, you don't see anything. And then... Coming up beside you? <laughs> is a dolphin. Okay. Look, looking sort of. Uh, <laughs> dolphin like? Yeah, it's hard to tell. Uh, you can try and. It's trying to, you know. It's, it's obviously a pretty intelligent dolphin. Um, but it. You know what? Well, Komar can talk to animals, right? Actually, I think I might be able to talk to... No, I have animal friendship, but I don't have talk to animals. <laughs> I'm not a druid. Not a druid. Um, so, uh, but it, it's a it's a pretty friendly dolphin. It, it swims up beside you and gives you a... Uh, it comes up, takes a bit of air, comes down, um, and uh, is sort of hovering next to you. Okay. So there are only dolphins in here. Just a bunch of dolphins. Yeah, I mean, there might be some fish, but it's dolphins. Okay. Can I use animal handling to ride the dolphin? Sure. Give me an animal handling check. Five. <laughs> whoop, whoop. <laughs> you, you go to get Wait on the five. dolphin. <laughs> you go to get on the dolphin and you sort of slip off. <laughs> um, and it then positions itself. This is what is supposed to happen. Like, this is what happens at the Enchanted Lake. Um, so it, like, it's saddle. You start to fall off, and it sort of, like, swims underneath you. And then, I don't know, and it takes off, um, and you go riding on a dolphin. But uh, you have no control over where you're going. Um, oh. It's just going. Um, cool. And where am I going? You don't know, because you've got a five on your animal handling check. Um, <laughs> I mean, you could at least describe what I'm seeing. Sure. You are hurtling underwater. You you are going in circles at first around this big lake that's open. Every now and again, it goes and throws you up into the air and pulls you Whee! back down. 
Uh, it seems to know that you can breathe underwater. It's not worried about you breathing. It's just sort of having fun, doing tricks, spinning you around. Uh, there's a bunch of other dolphins who don't have anybody to ride, so they're all swimming along with you. And then at some point, you enter a stream uh, and are going through this stream uh, that's pretty deep, so you can be fully underwater. Uh, the banks rush past you. Uh, there are fish that look sort of like, oh, what? Uh, to dive out of the way as you swim around. And you're 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 swimming with dolphin. Back to the tent. <laughs> Meanwhile, back to boring exposition. You you can't seriously think that you could. She's very powerful. They're very powerful. If they've teamed up. Ugh. Oh so my god, st- I'm so bored. <laughs> what the fuck do you want us to do to say it? Uh, supposition. Three places. Oracle Dock, Pixie Tree, Mirror Hall. All right, let's do this. I'll go to the mirror hall. (laughs) You, AT, you go to the the pixie hall. Pixie tree. The pixie tree. You go to the pixie tree. Glob glob. You go to the third place he mentioned. It would be hilarious if I stumble upon it by accident on the dolphin. (laughs) Oh, no, I'm fairly certain that's exactly where the dolphin is taking you. All three of these are water adjacent. (laughs) So, okay. Monster Moon says, I'm already losing my ability to... The future requires some sense of either deep dread, which I've never been very good at feeling, but that's all I feel, and I it's hard to plan when you feel dread, and I feel no... Yes, it might be in one of those places thing, but... I'm already on my way. <laughs> Farewell, these are just These are just three man. places that thing didn't like going. Yeah. So, just to be clear, where which location is Mick going to of the three? I'm going to the Mirror Hall. Glove Love is going to the... Oracle Dock? Not the Pixie Tree. The Oracle Dock. <laughs> and uh, Monster Moon what? says... The, the last thing Monster Moon would have said is the most likely place would be the Mirror Hall. It might explain why my brother would have loved to have given us trouble with that, and then it would have been offline, and then perhaps... If you find my brother, tell him I miss him. And you see Monster Moon sort of lays down on the bed and curls up. Ugh. Thing pulls the blanket gently up over Monster Moon's shoulders, just up to his chin. Pats him as softly as Thing can. Statement, there, 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 there. Walks and then turns out and leaves. Goodbye, Thing. I don't know what you hope to do, but I appreciate you. Um, great. So you all walk to these different places. Um, Benjamin is in the water. Sorry, Corbar's in the water. Wee! Um, Mick, you're going to the mirror hall. Is that right? Yeah. And thing you wanted to go where? I I, I don't know if um yeah Mick can be trusted. And, and and honestly, Mirror Hall was the first uh, was the first thing that came to to my mind. So that's where he goes. Cool. Um, Glob Glob goes to Oracle Doc. You, with your homunculus, you can't communicate with him telepathically. So Glob Glob just goes there and is looking around. Um, and uh, Benjamin, you get flown out of the water, and you see a tiny. Do I see Glob Glob? You see a tiny little meatball. <laughs> 
Um, as 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 everyone's and do uh, I well, see well, anything about the Oracle Dock as I'm flying? Um, you you look out and you see a tiny little tent uh, with a torch still burning at the Oracle Dock. Like maybe there is still someone there. Like the rest of the carnival seems very much empty. Like there's nobody around but you guys. Um, which I will also ask for. Um, Benjamin, you don't get to roll this perception check because you're just on a dolphin that's like riding with you somewhere. Riding um, on a dolphin. Riding on a dolphin. I'm on a dolphin. Glob and globs. I'm fasting. Glob Glob's rolling <laughs> along beside. <laughs> trying to keep up with this this dolphin. Um, wow. Um, he's got 40 feet. It's close. Um, <laughs> or, and with a dash action, 80. So, um, Mick, thing, as you walk across the carnival. Um, give me another perception check, if you would, please. 13. Okay, 13. Perception. Five. Wonderful. Uh, Mick, you've never, you haven't seen this carnival before. You've, you've been to a bunch of them trying to find different places that have what you're looking for. Um, but it sort of looks standard to you. Uh, thing, you hmm. know that at the end of the night, when after everyone's gone home, there's usually a, a few festivities, people hang out. They may have invited someone that they liked from the town to come check out their staff quarters. They may have uh, <laughs> played I some get games. <laughs> uh, none of that is happening. There is a fog Wait. laying over everything. There is total silence. Um, there is not a lot of movement around. Have um, we seen anybody since Monsieur Moon to the mirror hall? So no. I'm by the staff quarters. Do I see anything, like anyone at all? Roll, uh, so you're riding on the back of a dolphin, coming out of Do the water every now and again. disadvantage? Yeah, it's, but I wish I could make it stronger than disadvantage. But sure, roll me a perception check with disadvantage. One of these times that the dolphin, as you jump out. Uh, I got a nine. Oh, you could, you could roll a third die. And yeah, a, so stronger and a 16. Than so on a, on a nine, right, it's yeah. a nine, okay. Yeah. You you come out briefly um, and you see, uh, a, like Appella runs out when she hears you coming by in the dolphin, and she looks at you, um, and then you go back underwater, um, and the next time you come up, you try to look back to see where she was, and you don't see anything. Okay. Um, Does Glob Glob see Appella? Glob Glob, roll perception. Uh, Glob Glob does not see Appella. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so you're riding on the back of the dolphin. The dolphin then uh, rides up to the shore over here. And uh, Glob Glob catches up. Um, and the dolphin sort of throws you off. Whee! Bye! And it rides and um, okay, and, so do I see anyone, or am I behind the mirror hall? Yeah, the mirror hall's in front of you, but you see, uh, you saw, as as they were walking up, you saw Thing and uh, and Mick coming over this way. I run up to them super excited, like, oh my god, guys, I just rode on a dolphin, and you won't believe what happened. I rode a dolphin! It was totally awesome! Hey, what happened? We're Response. working on the main quest here. Hags. Uh Cool, can I come? 
If I say no, is that going to change whoop. anything? No. Whoop. Corbar has been added to your party. Um, Except to why use with that? Wait. Yeah. I'll say this: you're all you're all pretty hurt, or you're maybe not hurt, but you've expended a lot of spell slots. You're tired. Um, yeah. 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 As you yeah. stand here in front of this mirror hall, it's closed, it's shuttered. It looks like it's going to be a pain um, to find. It's You're finding a portal in a hall of mirrors. A thing uh, deliberately thing's just going to smash all the mirrors. Yeah. Okay. That's a lot of bad luck, though. The, the thing doesn't care. The, um... You realize you could probably... Take a bit of actually uh give me an intelligence check, uh, Mick, as you look at this book. I imagine as you were walking, you were checking out this book of fairies now that you know that you're dealing with some hags and their curses. Sure. Uh intelligence. Alright. Nineteen. Time Ooh. works so differently in the in the Feywilds that you are probably not in a rush. Because the like when you when you go like it doesn't really matter when you enter you're gonna arrive at some other time uh you could probably take a bit of a rest um and then and you don't feel very much at at risk because it seems like the hag is getting what she wants which is all like whatever this mist and this fog is and monster moon's ability to feel joy um but that hasn't affected any of you yet at all and so it's unlikely to like you're like looking through the way these curses work it right. seems conditional on something that you're not conditioned for Glob Glob, prepare my tent. Glob Glob runs back to where your cart is. <laughs> and it's going to take a minute to have to collect all the stuff. Um, <laughs> Glob Glob is pretty fast. He can keep up with the dolphin. Um, but he will he will be a minute. So you all have a minute here um, to connect. I imagine you catch Korbar up uh, on what Monster Moon said. Mm. Um, or not. <laughs> Yeah. No, we well, do. We do. You do. Cool. Um, By we, I mean thing, thing does. does. Yeah. And meanwhile, I catch thing them does. up on how awesome riding a dolphin was and how they missed out. They also catch you up, Corbar, on the fact that um, this hag yeah. is likely to take everyone around. And he and Monster Moon specifically said, the poor people of this town. What? But, but I like the poor people of this town. Does that even include our community garden? We worked so hard Look, on that. Look, Midget, this town I'm was chosen because it was particularly a shithole that nobody cares about. Hey, I care about it. That was part it. of the exposition. I care about it, and so does Galgan, and so does Lucinda, and so do I. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do, do, do do ants care about other ants? I guess they do. That doesn't matter. Yeah, I Re like reassuring ants. statement. Reassuring statement. Uh, yeah. This town minimizes the overall damage. I don't know what that means, but I feel comforted. You should probably go and uh, say well uh, good goodbye to your uncle one last time. Just say. Well, I haven't seen him in a while, so I well, I only only saw him this morning, so I, I guess I, I could just say hi to him again. But okay, I did get this See really you in the nice morning, book. Kid. Okay, bye. 
I mean, wait, we we didn't agree to like meet. Are we just meeting here tomorrow morning? Okay. I go into my my luscious tent that Glog Glog prepared. Glob almost passes out from exhaustion from all this running and carrying because it's very hard for Glob Glob to do it all. But Glob Glob works hard, folks. Glob Glob works hard. This um, episode has been sponsored by Glob Glob. Yeah, Glob works hard for you. Um, so you're, you're Corbar, you're going to go sleep at your own house tonight. Is that the plan? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like I, I I don't need to sleep in a tent. I actually have my own room. Um, cool. Uh, Nick is getting in his tent. Oh yeah. Can can I like roll a perception to see if anything is out of place with the town as I'm going back? Because the circus is completely foobar, but is anything, has it affected the town yet? I'll come to that in just a second. We're cool. going to say you're on your trip back. Kang, what are you doing? Sits down in front of the mirror hall, staring at its only entrance. And now that it's slightly dislodged, tries to take that spear out of his back Ooh, again. Cool. We have said that it's in a position that's hard for you to reach. So go ahead and give me a strength check with um, disadvantage. But... But we've also said it's been slightly dislodged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm I, just I, wondering, like, it's it's starting to itch. It's, the, the balance doesn't quite feel right. Sure. I'll strength just say that it's, check. it's, like, hard for you to reach, so you don't you can't use all of your strength, so it'll be a disadvantage, mm -hmm. but the DC is lowered ever so slightly. Uh, five. Um, you you are trying to close your your hand around this thing and are and are tugging, um, but it is it is large enough that you can't move it. Uh, it also doesn't it do, you don't get any more of those flashes of those memories. Um, mm. but you feel you you feel just as uh, as you're tugging on it like a sort of sadness, a sort of uh, just a like just a sort of heart aching feeling that sort of weakens your ability to keep tugging on it sort of an overwhelming feeling that i don't know if you're even ready to process i'm just saying like you're it the where your heart would be feels like it sort of constricts and binds and uh and it feels sad not what i was expecting as as a player okay um no no we can run with this okay no, nope, that that's that's what he tries to do. He just tries to dislodge it, make it sit more comfortable, and and just stares at the one exit from the mirror hall. Make sure nothing comes out. Cool. You're turning in for the night. You'll attack it in yeah. the morning. Yeah, he doesn't need to sleep, so no, whatever. Yeah, well, it, he stands he vigilant. Yeah, he's, he sits vigilant. Sure. Um, Corbar goes back home. The town is also quiet. The same fog has rolled out across the whole town. You don't hear, you don't hear people moving around. That's kind of normal. It is a quiet little town. Uh, it seems like everyone maybe has turned in for bed. It's late, one, two in the morning now. The moon is high up above, sort of a waning gibbous, gibbous moon. Um, you come to your house. Uh, the first floor is littered with notes what do you want to do as you arrive into the house? So is Uncle Tuxurum is still awake? Is he still doing stuff, or has he gone to bed? He's not downstairs. Um, you could go check his bedroom. I'll check his bedroom. 
you you run upstairs, you open the door to his bedroom, and he is uh, he is laid down in bed and is sleeping. Um, and give me a um, give me a a perception insight check with advantage, please. Insight. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Because I'm better at insight than perception. Okay. Ooh. I got an 18. You can just tell from how he is curled up and sleeping that he, um, you know, he normally fulls fall out on the bed and is happy and relaxed. Cold, hot, doesn't matter. You're, you know, as gnomes, the weather doesn't bother you all. He is curled up in a tiny little ball and looks sort of sick. And is okay. sound asleep. I look for an extra blanket or something to lay on. You do so. You lay on a, a blanket on top of him. He doesn't seem to react. Uh, you maybe hear him tossing. <sighs> no. Uh, uh. He seems not at ease in his sleep. Hmm. I, I I pat him on the head. Like it's gonna be okay. Uncle Taki, I'll see you in the morning, and then I like get ready for bed. You go to bed. You all sleep, stare at the mirror hall, rest for the night, mm-hmm. recover your hit points and spell slots and superiority dice and maneuvers, such etc. etc. Long rest. Full long rest. Yep, you get the whole okay. long rest. Um, when you wake in the morning, the fog is still there. Corbar, as you head back towards the the mirror hall, you see that no one else in the town has woken. There is no movement from anyone in the town. The carnival and remains totally silent. Is this like early silent. morning or like? Yeah, it's er- would, early so morning. Peop- okay, so people would be up. Okay, people would be up. But, you don't. Okay. No, not even a need to roll. People aren't up and moving around. At the carnival, nobody gets up and starts moving around. You don't see. Not anybody. even like a Pella or the other staff people. Uh. Not yet, as far as you see, which isn't so unusual for the thing you'd know in the carnival. Late, they're <laughs> late risers, but <laughs> so it doesn't trigger any immediate alarm bells. But Corbar, you arrive back with them in the morning okay, with the news so that the town is asleep. Can I do I personally feel differently? Uh, you don't feel differently yet. Hmm. Okay. So, let's see. Which so, is interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Is. Oh, wait, wait. So, was Uncle Taki awake when I got up? Bill tossing turning. Okay, so he's not awake. Can I, like, look through that book to, that I got about divination to see if there's anything useful about why that divination showed nothing in the first episode? Sure. Uh, Wasn't that a pregnancy book? You open the book, what to expect when you're expecting, looking for divination (laughs) stuff, and it's all about, like, you should make sure you eat lots of oatmeal because it's very good for your babies. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. (laughs) Orbar has sudden cravings for oatmeal. Yes. You arrive here. It's twins. You arrive here. um, What will you say before you enter the mirror hall to each other? I, I think we just said it. 
All but right. Uh, we took a long rest. That means it's going to be a tough fight uh, coming up. Hey, oh, wait a second. Wait a second. Can, can I... You know, I, I wish I, I thought of this when I was back at the house. But I wish I just did a medicine check to see if I could... See if there was... I could tell something wrong with Toxuramid. But I'm already not there. Too late, kid. <laughs> Corbar does relate Thanks. to you that the town is quiet, I imagine. Corbar, how do you tell them about that? Hey, guys. Uh, you know, you probably don't realize this because you've been in the carnival all day, but all this missed stuff is also in the rest of the town, and nobody's really moving or doing anything. Like, my Uncle Taki, normally by this point, he's talking and kind of moaning about, like, how his back hurts and how, like, the latest divination is, like, really such a pain because he has to water the plants again because there's going to be a draw in the next few days. But he's not really moving at all, and he's kind of scrunched up, and, and which he never does because normally when he's sleeping, he's kind of sprawled out, but he's not really doing anything on. I'm kind of worried, and I don't know what's going on. And I read this book about what to expect when you're dead, and it's just telling me to eat more oatmeal, and I don't really know what that means. They're like, hey, you, Mick, you, you're kind of smart what does eating more oatmeal mean i disregard everything he said <laughs> and i do i want to do an intelligence check to see if there's anything about the the fog in the book i uh borrowed cool give me an intelligence check <clears throat> 15 Ooh. you find mentioned in a, in several sort of enchanted stories like stories about enchantments in the fae um that this is often the first part of how they when when they take when they need to move unseen when they want to take things from the material plane this is what they do first this is the first step a deep sleep that everyone falls into before. except for us apparently the book says everyone's gonna, everyone you love is gonna die if we don't stop the hag. Does that mean your meatball's going to die? Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then, and then Glob Glob has these kind of puppy eyes looking at Mick going. <laughs> um, as you're all about to head into the mirror hall. Uh, you turn and you hear running over to you, um, dressed all in black, looking like she hasn't slept very well, Isabella. Hey, did you all find out what's going on? Everyone's asleep. Thing walks Everyone to is going to die unless we stop the hag. But why not us? Confirmation, what he said. Yep. What? What? what yeah, I don't know why, but yeah. Exactly. I'm still here. Clyde's still here. I mean, he's sick. He's terrible. He won't stop throwing up. But like, they're they're asleep, and I can't wake them. What's happening to their minds? Uh, Wait, uh, sorry. This is this is player DM. Um, all of the people that were in the big top when the the first moon was exploded, they're all awake. But everybody else is sick, right? Is 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 that the I think I'm just think trying to put that Wait a think, second. Wait, 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 okay. wait, wait. That means that what's his name? Like Evan the naive, the dude eating popcorn <laughs> should be okay, right? Yeah, no one's looked for Evan the naive, so but 
but maybe. Okay. Hypothesis. Something in the magic of the moonlight that night has somehow prevented those present here from being affected by the hag's spells. The what? The hag? And you catch Appella up on everything. Oh, yes. Oh, how, how could... Monster Moon never told any of us. How could he... Do you think they also captured Madame Lavari? Who? Our, our finest acrobat. She disappeared just before we arrived here. She left uh, a note, but maybe... Thing puts her hands on Appella's shoulder. Correction. You are our finest acrobat. And with Blah. that, he, he turns and walks into the mirror hall. I'll do what I can. I'll see if I can figure out how to wake everyone up here. Maybe we just need another moon to break. I... <laughs> I'll try. And she sprints off to go maybe, do some research. Maybe it's the, sh the glass shards. Okay. I, I yell at I'll hit everyone with glass shards. Okay, okay. <laughs> you do that. Okay, that's going to be... Hey guys, that's gonna be real fun when we come back. <laughs> Appella's not known for. I really apologies. don't think it's the glass shard. Good thing she's flippy and pretty. <laughs> okay, and you walk in to the mirror hall, and that's Correct. where we'll end our session. No. No. <laughs> no. 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 Wonderful. That was the Rolfer. I really want to work on the Rolfer name. I feel like we can find something better. That was the third episode of the Carnival del Lune. The Carnival of the Moon gone terribly wrong. <laughs> Thank you all so much for playing. How are we how are we feeling? I mean, yes, I understand. I heard Mick be like, I'm so bored, exposition. Sometimes you need some exposition, or else it's all just a mystery forever. I guess you could just slaughter kobolds or whatever in a hole for a long time. But you know, I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to have a little of a I plot was, here. Slaughtering kobolds is pretty much first edition. Like that's that's the entirety of first edition. Right yeah. There, so. <laughs> yes, I. Yes, yes, yes. So, any uh, any thoughts before we wrap up here? Before we begin recording? I mean, any thoughts I don't about know what Mick was complaining about. I got to ride on a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> Mig was just listening to this guy. He doesn't care about yep. talking about his, this guy's life story, which he doesn't care about. Well, you should okay. have joined me in the dolphin rioting. What can I tell you? I, it's interesting. Yeah, because I, I was trying to take some of the stuff that you've told me about your character and like leave some breadcrumbs for like what he might want from what Monster Moon was saying. But mm -hmm. yeah, you might not care about him very much. Because again, part of the thing is that we started, again, learning process here. This is like one of my first outward focus dm thing like things mm -hmm. is like how to start with everybody having something stuff they care about but you all don't know each other and it's very hard to start like yeah. quickly yeah. winding yeah. you into each other without playing for months and months and months right to find yeah. that um so it, if, if it feels a bit forced at times it's because i'm like how what yeah what do they care about how do i get them to care about it um which is i i just think interesting from a sort of storytelling perspective is like all right how do i how do i get them there um, mm -hmm. cool revelations like more attempts at removing the the spear these are fun these are fun mm -hmm. moments. I'm enjoying the like slow build to that coming out. Yeah, I I want to know yeah. what that final battle was about because I'm imagining like 
some kind of like a like a Jerry Bruckheimer slow motion explosions everywhere, saving Matt Damon, who's like only got like one leg or something like that. And, and it's really super dramatic. And then like shrapnel, or no, then the spear gets lodged in his back and then he falls. But in that final dying moment, Matt Damon's character gets thrown through the air and lands somehow perfectly in a hospital tent. Um, but then people completely forget who Thing is because he's just a side character who's not even yeah. named in the final credits. Um, that's what I anticipate happening. And now Aww. it's canon. We'll see. That's canon it. now. Yeah. No, now we're just talking. Now we're just we're just reflecting a little bit. Cool. Uh, but you know, it's, uh, that's one hypothesis. I love that hypothesis. Matt <laughs> Matt Damon actually voiced his own self in Team America World's Police, which I think is phenomenal. Incredible. That's great. So good. That's integrity. Um, Cool. Any other any other thoughts about the episode? About what's what's uh, what are you anticipating next week? What are you excited about uh, as we? I know we'll be. I'm looking forward to like an hour and a half purely of exposition. Um, Like we don't even role play. Is this Paul just talking for an hour and a half? Yeah. For, you well, actually remember just I post for you of sickness again. <laughs> just, <laughs> how did you cast it on me? <laughs> like I don't even, I don't even think we need to listen to Paul talk. I think you should just put like the Maps. actual text that you're gonna tell us <laughs> on the thing, and we'll just read it silently to ourselves, um, just for an hour and a half. So this podcast doesn't even have sound. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's, sound of no. It's just uh, it's just every so often there's just a <clears throat> maybe a sneeze. Just like a polite cough or something like this. Um, <laughs> you know, that one yep. day you'll get to have that real surrealist podcast, which is just human body sounds. <laughs> it's 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 Andy Kaufman, the podcast. Like, I think that's what he would do if... So, well, no, since he is still around today, that's what he will be doing. Um, that's what he will be doing. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. It's the um, anti-podcast. So, uh, any, any la- like last thoughts about this episode or next episode before we before we wrap i think next episode next gonna episode be absolute I'm balls chaos. out balls out it's going to be complete chaos. chaos because i know for a fact that mix is just going to throw fireballs on that entire mirror hall and just burn it to the ground <laughs> but then then see what's going to happen see. is thing is going to recreate the final moment from before except instead of matt damon <laughs> it's going to be like appella's body <laughs> And it's going to be the slow motion love, burning love. fire because you know Thing is not saving Nick's ass. And That's here not... we conclude our little post-show talk. We shall end on that note. You're not saving his ass. Um, any, any, uh, I anything... would love like a us to throw back that little weird love triangle with Thing, Appella, and Clive because that was a great thing for previous episodes that I would love us to, to explore more. Clive Especially since that I apparently brought Clive back to life. <laughs> And apparently he'd somehow died in this episode and then came back again. Like how? Uh, no, you guys were just he saying he died. You were just saying he died, but he had oh. died. Oh, okay. I just said he died. Yeah, yeah. You're just and you're just twisting the, the knife truth. in Monster Moon's back. Okay. Or sorry, well, twisting I mean, the dart someone in his died. Neck, I guess his name might have been Clyde. I don't know. <laughs> it was the other guy. Thus, we conclude. We will see you next week as our heroes <laughs> adventure into the Mirror Hall and perhaps into the Feywilds. Find out when we return. Thank you for joining us. Make sure you check out Typical Heroes. Well, uh, do you know when the next show is, Chris? 
No, we do not. Cool, but check him out. Follows back comedy on Facebook and check out Absolutely. Say What You Mean, Benjamin. There, there's a Halloween show, right? Yeah, on the thirtieth. Check. Oh out. my gosh! Whoop, whoop. Check yeah, that on out. the thirtieth, just in time for Halloween, like a day in advance. Awesome. Check it'll out be live on, on Mac live Family on Facebook for it's more. Mac info. Family Facebook, and it'll be live on Facebook, right? Uh, as yep. well as okay, cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And, and as always, you got to check out the podcast that Caesar and I make. You're listening to it right now, just one of its other episodes. And if you want to find out more about it, you go to. TheOfferCast.com. Watch it or Mick will cast Rhea's sickness on you. It's very scary. <laughs> oh, I'm sick. Oh, God. Have oh, a wonderful God. Halloween, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Have a good one. <laughs>